Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and I'm super excited to always bring you amazing tools and tips to help you eliminate that dreadful anxiety. Join me every Wednesday as I bring you a new episode every week. Ah, food and anxiety. Hey guys, I'm Dr. Lisa Cortez, also known as the Anxiety Doctor. And today we're going to talk about food and how that can affect us and our anxiety. So one of the things I always tell patients is that you don't have to change your diet completely forever. Now, when you're feeling anxious and you're barely trying to learn how to control your your um, anxiety, it's it's best to eliminate things that are making it worse. Because when you're, let's say, you're going through my my program or you're a client with me, and we're trying to do all these things to help you, and we're trying to retrain the brain, um, and you're drinking five cups of coffee a day, or you're drinking a monster drink or whatever those Red Bulls or whatever it is that they're called, those energy drinks. Of course, it's not going to fully work because one of the things that we need to do is we need to minimize the anxiety, kind of eliminate anything that can be causing your anxiety until we retrain your brain. And then after that, you can actually eat whatever you want, knowing that it's going to cause a little bit of anxiety. But by the time you're done with me and my program or anyone, any other therapist that's out there that is a true anxiety expert and specializes in anxiety, then you'll be able to to eat what you want and drink your coffee you won't be as affected. You'll get the jitters. You'll maybe get a little anxiety, but you already know that you're going to be fine. But when you don't retrain your brain, it's hard for you when you're drinking coffee or when you're doing things that are making you um, feel anxious. It's hard for you to, to realize that this can be controlled. So one of the things that I tell my clients is I give them a list, a food list of things that they should kind of minimize um, eating or just kind of also um, listen to your body. A lot of times people, um, especially like coffee drinkers that have been drinking coffee for a long time, sometimes that doesn't affect your anxiety. Sometimes that doesn't get you um, the jitters people that have anxiety and drink coffee and they'll be fine. Some people are totally fine. And some of those people that are fine with coffee might get anxious if they eat chocolate cake. So I've had people, I remember one specific lady, um, she was, she was like, I don't know why I got anxious. You know, this was, I had just met her. We hadn't done any retraining of her brain or any other, um, coping skills. And I'm like, well, what were you drinking? What were you eating? Was there something, you know? And I remember she was like, no, I mean, it it was my birthday and we celebrated at home and my parents were there. I wasn't really nervous. She never had any, anything with, you know, history or any bad history or trauma with her parents. So she was fine. And I'm like, did you eat cake? Well, she's like, yeah, we ate chocolate cake. And I'm like, it's probably the chocolate cake. And so she, 
she thought of that and she's like, you know what? You're right. I ate chocolate or I ate a chocolate bar um, a few weeks ago and I felt the same way. So she realized that chocolate cake um, affected her a little bit more than coffee. So food can affect or, or cause us to feel a little anxious. Gluten can cause anxiety or make your anxiety worse. Um, there's a food list, like I said, that I have, um, I have it on my website if you want to purchase it. But for those of you that listen, if you want that, let me know, uh, message me on Instagram. I'm at the anxiety doctor and I will give that to you for free if you want it. So the food list consists of, um, things that can cause anxiety, First of all, caffeine. Caffeine can cause anxiety. And sometimes, you know, I always tell patients, like if they know that the anxiety or that the coffee is affecting their their anxiety and making it worse, I always have alternatives for them. Tea is a lot better. Um, and now there's, you know, all these amazing teas that people are drinking that have been around for a long time, but people are finally being open to switching out their coffee for this is um, yerba mate. Yerba mate is such a great alternative for um, to substitute your coffee. Yerba mate has a lot of health benefits. Um, it's uh, yerba mate. I can pronounce it because I'm Hispanic, right? A lot of people call say uh, yerba mate um, in you know the the people that don't speak Spanish, but. Uh, yerba mate is you can you can look for it. It's yerba mate, y e r b a, and then m a t e. So this is an herbal tea. It's made from leaves and twigs um, of a certain plant in, I want to say, um, like South America and the like Peru and um, I want to say I don't remember where it's from exactly what country, but. That's where it originated from, and and that's where it's grown and and it's found. Um, it's rich in antioxidants, like most teas and nutrients. Um, it can help you actually. So the co- the cough, the caffeine that um, it has a lot of not a lot of caffeine, but it has the good caffeine that doesn't give you the jitters, and it kind of lasts longer. Not kind of, it does last longer than. Um, coffee. You know, when you drink coffee, sometimes you get that energy for three or four hours, and then you get that crash after three or four hours. Well, this is a longer lasting caffeine boost, gives you energy, it improves your mental focus. Um, It does have less uh, caffeine than coffee, um, but it it doesn't have that crash and it actually helps you um, to stay more focused for longer. Um, It also can um, protect you against infections. It's um, the antioxidants is it has just all these amazing benefits. It can also help you lose weight. It helps with belly fat. Um, So that's always a plus, right? Uh, and it, it boosts your immune system. That's one of the things that most um, teas have is that they help your immune system. And right now we need to have a healthy immune system. It also um, has shown to lower blood sugar levels. 
and also may lower your risk of heart disease. So it's an amazing tea. If you need that caffeine, try that. Substitute your coffee um, for this this, um, tea. So um, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's it's commonly like it's sipped through a metal straw, um, and that way it's it helps filter um, all the little the tea and and so you put it in in your in your water whatever you make it with um, hot water preferably, um, and you're you try to to well you you should drink it with a metal um, straw. I don't need caffeine. I'm naturally uh, wake up with so much energy. I attribute that to maybe how I eat. I do eat bad stuff too. I'm not perfect in what I eat, but I attribute that to my mindset. I've just always been a positive person. And so I don't need caffeine. I drink a lot of tea. So for those of you that don't know, I encourage everyone, which is why my podcast is called Therapy Tea. Not only because I encourage you to do that, um, also because of the, the story about my mom wanting to cure my anxiety with a tea. And that's what most Hispanic parents want to do. They want to cure everything with a tea. And they usually say, tomate un tecito, drink a little tea. Um, and so I remember when she, when she, when I was feeling anxious back when I was um, in my 20s, um, she wanted me to go look for some tea and that that was going to cure my anxiety. And um, of course, I didn't believe her. I'm glad I went to therapy and um, dedicated my life to learning more about anxiety, went to grad school for that. Um, but I, I use it as, you know, I, I tell my patients, I joke around about it. Oh, just drink a tea and you'll be cured. Um, uh, like my Hispanic mom, uh, told me so, but now that I know tea does help, it helps you, um, calm down, but it doesn't cure anxiety. So teas is very, very important for us to drink and, um, and like I said, so this food that I, that I, this list that I created, you don't have to change your diet completely. Listen to your body. So like if you're eating a lot of processed foods and fried foods, which are bad for anxiety, and you're noticing that your anxiety is getting a little worse or, you know, getting bad, I was doing fine. And now all of a, all of a sudden I'm feeling anxious, sit back and think, what am I eating? And so if you realize, oh, you know what, I've been eating fast food, I've been eating processed foods, um, then I you have to kind of just step back and say, okay, I'm going to start eating a little healthier, eating foods that don't cause a lot of anxiety and see how I feel. And everyone is different. Like I said, there's people that food doesn't really affect them, but most people, they do. So fruits, apples, avocados, um, blueberries, cherries are very good. I have a a video on Instagram about cherries and almonds, which is one of my favorite snacks to eat. It helps with anxiety. Um, pears, pomegranates, raspberries, strawberries, oranges, protein. Uh, the protein to stick with is chicken, ground turkey, uh, salmon, you know, tilapia, eggs. Eggs are actually very good for anxiety. Oils, extra uh, light 
virgin olive oil, avocado oil, sesame oil, and coconut oil are the four that I always suggest. Vegetables, arugula, um, asparagus, spinach, basil, carrots, cauliflower. Cauliflower rice is one of my favorites. I love it. I can do almost any type of rice with uh, cauliflower. Celery, cilantro, which is one of my favorite um, to put every in everything, almost at anything. Um, cucumber, garlic. I love garlic. Green pepper um, is really good. Green onions, lettuce, red bell peppers. Red onions are really good. Um, spaghetti squash is one of my favorites to make. Tomatoes. I don't eat tomatoes because of my rheumatoid arthritis. Yellow onions, zucchini. Um, dairy. I stay away from dairy, but the, the dairy that's good for you, actual dairy is not really good for you. Um, it's Think of all the all the um, chemicals, uh, anti um, uh, antibiotics, steroids that they put in the cows, that can affect us. Imagine us in uh, digest or um, ingesting steroids or taking steroids. So everything that the cows um, eat or chickens, hormone-free chickens if possible for the protein, but anything that the cows and chickens eat or they inject – we're eating it when we're eating. So try to do hormone-free, range-free anything, organic anything. But for dairy, just stick to the coconut butter, coconut milk, um, unsweetened almond milk is what I love, coconut yogurt. Um, Anything that's boxed is probably not good for you. Unless it's like tuna, black beans, you know, you you can eat those once in a while. Um, tomato paste, brown rice, um, seeded crackers if you're going to eat crackers. But anything that's boxed has a lot of preservatives and those preservatives um, affect us. Any chemical, any chemical that you're eating or any chemical or anything that you're eating that has chemicals can affect you. Um and so those are just some of the some of the foods. Like I said, if you're interested, let me know. Um, I also recommend, um, like natural peanut butter is really good. Um, but drinks, drinks, just water and tea. That's it. Um, it's really, really, um, anything artificial, like artificial sweeteners can actually trigger anxiety. So kind of stay away from those. A lot of times people think that those are good for you, but they're not. Think about it. They're chemicals. So, um, try that. Um, matcha tea is good for you too. Um, my favorite anti-anxiety teas are chamomile, chamomile with lavender or lavender by itself, echinacea, peppermint, lemon balm, kind of, uh, with the peppermint, you got to be careful with it. Cause sometimes it, it, it's meant to kind of give you like alertness um, or focus. And sometimes that can like mimic anxiety. And so for some people, it, it's not, um, good to drink the peppermint tea. So just kind of be careful with that one. Uh, passion flower is another one of my favorites. Um, holy basil is good. Rose, um, licorice, uh, turmeric, um, and there's so many teas out there that are good for anxiety, but those are my, some of my favorites. 
So and remember, anything that's processed, any caffeine can trigger, artificial sweeteners um, are bad for you, alcohol can trigger anxiety too, and it's also a depressant. So you got to be careful with that. Um, the next day you might feel um, shitty, for lack of a better word. <laughs> um, so be careful with that. Um, any sodas? stay away from them. Sugar and caffeine is not a good combination. So stay away from those. So I basically already gave you all the, all the, um, the foods. If you still want the list, let me know. And I will be glad to email that, uh, to you. So I think that's all I have for you today. I just wanted to do this quick little video about food and how that can affect our anxiety. It just kind of triggers it and anything that triggers anxiety makes us start thinking and then the irrational thoughts continue and that just becomes that vicious cycle that I talk about all the time. So I'm glad you enjoyed, I mean, I'm glad, I'm hope you, I hope you enjoyed this and um, let me know if you have any questions. Like I've said before, Instagram is probably the easier, um, the easiest way to get a hold of me. I'm uh, on Instagram at the anxiety doctor. I look forward to hearing from you all and I hope you all have a great week. Quick little update. This podcast episode was recorded about three years ago. I now have the link on my website. So you just have to go in there on the homepage towards the end of the page. There's a form that you can fill out so you could access the anti-anxiety food list. Love you all so very much. Thank you so much for listening. And I always enjoy doing these for you. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram at The Anxiety Doctor and online at www.drlisacortez.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time.